Hello and welcome to the Who's Eat podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be continuing with our uh, Season 4 retrospective. And this week, it's the turn of the Sontaran Stratagem. Um, but first, we've actually got a little bit of news to discuss, Paul. Ah, at last. At last, yes. After weeks of uh, really, really struggling for, a little, for, for, uh, for some news. Um, that sh- Should I say that, which I would... I'd like to say was probably the uh, the main news item. Should I save that one till last? Yes. Yeah, let's, okay. let's, let's get the other stuff out of the way first then. Well, on um, Thursday just gone, there was the uh, screening of uh, the two missing episodes that recently discovered from Galaxy 4 and Underwater Menace. Um, they were shown, actually shown on Wednesday, I say, sorry, um, in Cardiff. Uh, they're shown in their entirety as well. Um Yeah. So, joined by them was uh, for that evening was Peter Purvis, who played uh, Stephen in Galaxy Four, along with uh, Annika Wills and Fraser Hines, uh, who played Polly and Jamie in the Underwater Menace, and also Steve- Yeah, well, I say Stephen Moffat was also there as well to answer questions um, about their time on the program. So it's hosted by Gary Russell. Now we we had a quick chat about this, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, seriously, Sorry. start thinking I've got to move to Cardiff. I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Um, and but, we were generally saying about it's just a shame they couldn't have got them ready for to have been screened, say on the Friday before the convention. Yeah, because I think to everyone, have given it, the people that was going mm, down. I think everyone was thinking there was going to be some shown of that, but um, obviously the whole weekend was geared towards new Doctor Who, not not its, it's history as such, was it? No. No, but it just would. I mean, I, I, to be honest, this this of course all came um, totally out of the blue, didn't it? To them, yeah, and it did. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, it, these things take as long as they take to put together, don't they? Again, so and well, to get into a presentable format, yeah. So. Because what they showed at the BFI, um, all they showed was the underwater menace in um, in its entirety, um, but. Oh, hang on a minute. Let's get this right. Yeah, that was. But Galaxy Four, there was only about yeah ten minutes. Yeah, of that played. So it must have been in a pretty, a pretty poor state, really. Yeah. Because it had been sort of lying around in a in a loft for all those years, but um, but they're saying there's no news yet on when it's actually going to be released on DVD. Um, now maybe they might do another one. Of those those um, what was what was the name of that um. DVD box that they did of, of all the individual episodes they've got of like of, you know of, you know incomplete stories. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that. I can't think what it's called. Um, but one interesting thing was the BBC considering releasing them on iTunes. Right. Um, which I must admit I'll probably be tempted to do. But they have got some more of the Underwater Menace though, haven't they? It's not just this episode, is it? I don't no, I don't think so. Um, I, I must admit, I, I wish I'd looked this up now. Um, but I think I think you're right. I think you're right. There is more to more than just this episode. I think Galaxy Four's the only. This is the only episode that exists of. It is, yeah. Galaxy Four, but um, no, I'm sure the. I think the Underwater Menace. I 
did seem to think at the time that this was now getting it down to there was only a couple missing from there. So you'd mm. wonder whether they couldn't just they wouldn't just hold that back and say, "Well, do we do what we did with Invasion at some point?" Well, that's that's interesting. If, if actually, they've got yeah. the audio track, I suppose for the missing episodes is is, is the question. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not sure on that. Um, I, I know a lot of the audio tracks have already, they've already released as because they've they've done that with the Tenth Planet and uh, uh, Power of the Daleks and which I've I mean they're worth listening to because you, you sort of make your own mind up about you know you imagine what you what's going on. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, Get a much better set. That one. You do. Oh yes, much better. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's. I'm just looking forward to seeing them when they're eventually yeah. shown. Really, am looking forward to them. Um, now, the other bit of news: uh, Katie Manning um, is doing the uh, this year Walk for Life, which takes place on Sunday, the twentieth of May, which is well, yeah, next next Sunday actually. Um, now, basically, she is. Uh, it's called Walk of Walk for Life, and she's ra- aiming to raise money um, for the Terence Higgins Trust. Uh, to support uh, people living with HIV and poverty, and she'll be part of the Gay Times team. So um, basically, that starts um, at the Potter's Bar, Potter's Field Park in Tooley Street. Uh, there's a theme. If it starts at Potter's Bar, Potter's Bar, gonna... oh, that's a hell of a walk, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the theme apparently is kings and queens, right. and the route will take us on the capital's most or uh, the, the iconic and regal landmarks. It says here. Um, so that starts at 9.30am, or oh, check-in in starts at 9.30, um, the walk starts at 11am and they arrive back at the park at 2pm. So uh, what we're going to do, we're going to put the um, the link to the sponsorship page um, for, for Katie's page, um, but basically um, if you... If you don't want to look at our page, you download, download this straight from um, iTunes. It is uh, fundraising.tht.org.uk forward slash Katie Manning 2012. Okay, so if you want to make a donation, that's the page to head for. Right, now... It's almost as catchy as ours. It almost, almost as catchy as ours. Um, now, the big news this week. Um, it's been announced by um, The Guardian newspaper... Uh, this year's Media Guardian Edinburgh International Television Festival, that the first episode of season seven or series seven, however we want to pronounce it, uh, will be premiered. Um, Which is pretty much what they did last year with um, um, Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which sort of, I suppose, blows out the walls of the theory that it was going to be a. Late autumn start. Yeah, I mean there were, there were suggestions that it was just going to run all the episodes right the way through with the Christmas one somewhere mm. in the middle, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Now, admit admit at this point, and I haven't found anything contrary to this, but um, this is only what the Guardian is saying. Um, the BBC hasn't said anything. I don't know if even Stephen uh, Moffat said anything about it either. I suspect the BBC won't say anything until two weeks before it's probably showing. not. Probably not. Um, on, on current where where we find out things about when programs are going to come on. That's it. Now the festival takes place from the twenty third to the twenty fifth of August. Now, as what happened last year, the episode was shown on the Friday night, and then it was pre- and it was premiered on television the next day, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm. Slightly disappointed this is happening, but I can't see um, 
if it is going to be shown uh, in late August, that the BBC will wait until November, yeah. October, November to 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 premiere it on television. Uh, yeah, once once it's been shown, it'll be within at least two weeks. It's once it's been premiered somewhere, it's two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Because they want to ride on the publicity of the fact that it has been shown and the anticipation has suddenly risen. So they're, they want it out reasonably quickly after that. Also to stop basically it becoming um, old hat and spoiled to death by the... Oh, it will be. By the, yeah. By the time it's shown otherwise. Yeah. Um, I know sort of Stephen Moffat tried this before with that... Um, uh, which episode was it? Was it Impossible Astronaut or was it Lenthal? I can't remember which one got spoiled. It was, it was Impossible it was Astronaut, Impossible wasn't it? Astronaut, yeah. yeah. Um, and someone went and wrote uh, basically word for word what word, yeah yeah what happened you know in the episode. Um, so yeah, I don't think he's going to make that mistake again. No, no, and that's what they did with Let's Kill Hitler, wasn't it? It was basically the Friday night, yeah, before really anybody would have had time to have typed up any major thoughts on it. it yeah. Was shown, so now, now, do you think um, it's too early to show it? Because um, so, I've, heard, I've heard different trains of thought. Uh-huh. People saying they were, they were, the BBC were never ever going to show it um, over Christmas, as it were, sort of like so you'd have like the first five episodes, and then episode six would be Christmas Day, and then it would carry on after that. I, I never believed that they was going to do that. I was kind of hoping they would do. Mm. I really was because I I would love to see Doctor Who back on Saturday evenings in the winter. Again, yeah. I mean, I was I was quite hoping it would be you'd get what was it? Because we know the Christmas one's going to be episode six, isn't mm, it? That's right. I was quite hoping we was going to get episodes one to five. We're going to be perhaps the first of October through to the sort of middle. Well, sort of beginning of October through to the middle of November. Mm. And we could have had four, five weeks break, and then the Christmas special. Yeah, that's right. That would have been fine. That would have been perfect for me, I think. Um, it seems we're going to have it at least a month earlier than that. Yeah, and I, I'm not overly keen on that, to be honest. No, it's, it's still... I mean, because technically, I mean, if they do exactly the same, then that's the August bank holiday again, isn't it? It is, and yet again, I'll be away. I'll be, I'll be down in Devon, like I was last year. Yeah. And Let's Kill Hitler premiered, so... Um, yeah, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, yet again, Paul, we'll, we'll be the last ones out with a podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, at least I'm not going away for September this year, or at least I'm not anything planned at the moment. No, indeed. Which is what I did exactly straight after well, as well. I, I think like people's well, people saying if it, it's going to be either Saturday the 25th of August, they they seem to think that's when it will premiere on television, or yeah. at the latest Saturday the 1st of September. Yeah, which is when Hooverville is. Yeah, Hooverville convention. Um, which, if it is on that, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go. I very much doubt if I'm going to be able to go to Hooverville this year because I say I'll be away the weekend before. Um, it'd probably be quite a, a good time because you have all those people, like Who fans, all gathered together to watch, um, watch the episode. Yeah, I mean, from a point of view that we haven't had any now for. Um, since Christmas, knew who since Christmas. You sort of almost think, yeah, okay, yeah, just give me some now. Get, yeah, I know. 
please. Yeah. Um, um, the, I, the, 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 the waiting for the nice dark evenings on a Saturday night to come to come in and watch it when it's dark outside and whatever is all fine in theory, but you're now starting to think, no, actually, I do want some new Who, please, so <laughs> I will take it any time you want to give it to us now. Well, the, the, the other thing, of course, is we don't know how long a break there's going to be after Christmas before yeah. the, the, the next, um, how would it be, eight episodes are shown. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they run the episodes directly after the Christmas special. Well, apparently... So then you could have one on New Year's Day yeah. and, and well, continue on then through that. I just thought they'd have a, a break so that the Christmas special was anticipated rather than it just being part of the series. Yeah, I, th- I think you... And I hope you're right because um, apparently 2013 is going to be jam-packed um, with um, Doctor Who stuff on the telly. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of hoping that there's not too big... A, we haven't got to wait until Easter for argument's sake for the for the next for, batch for of episodes. Half, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think that would be pushing it. I I would seriously hope that that's not the case. I hope not. I, I would I, hope, I would I, hope I, that if that runs through if you've then got what 6 to 13 going through that's going to take you through to the middle of February. Mm. Even towards the end of February perhaps. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um which is which seems to be about right, and then you could start, especially if, especially then. I suppose we don't know how they're going to do. If we're going to get, hopefully, we're going to get another full series later in the year, or at least a, a another thirteen part series well, later that, in the year that's going to include the fiftieth. Yeah, well, this is the thing because nobody knows what this is going, what it's actually going to entail next year. We don't know if there is yeah. going to be a Series 8 in 2013, or I'll is it just going to be... Like, yeah, um I'm hoping there's going to be a big extravaganza 50th anniversary episode, at least. Yeah, which you would think has got to be in November. Yeah, um, and I'm kind of hoping... It's going to be interesting to see how they, schedule, how they run the scheduling there. Well, I'm hoping it's going to be some sort of a sort of TV movie length episode. Yeah. Um, you you would think they would do that, but you, you don't know. You don't know how much money they've got to spend. Um, if they're making a big thing out of it f- for a good portion of the year, which by the sounds of it is going to be, yeah, it's going to be a big celebration. Um, have they got the budget for a big, what you know, a big blowout for you know, for one episode? Um, I mean, I suppose you can sort of make a movie length version just by putting spending the money you'd spent. On a two-parter, you could do. But would that detract from what money they would spend on series eight? Um, it may do. It, may, it depends yeah. on how they it's, how they do. It's all hypothetical, do. isn't it? Yeah, we're just sort of, uh, sort of clutching at straws here, to be honest. So, I mean, yeah. we still don't know. We don't know when series seven starts, and we're having an argument on when series eight's going to start. <laughs> so, yeah, or if there's going to be a series eight. So, yeah. Oh dear, it's, it's great. It's great being a Who fan, isn't it? <laughs> You just get so ahead of yourself. We're not, we're, as you say, we haven't seen Series 7. We're, not, we're never, never going to be happy with that yet, and already we're sort of planning Series 8. <laughs> well, you know, Series series 8's got to be an improvement on the disappointment that Series 7 is. Hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's, it's, it's great being, a, being that kind of a fan. It really is. Um, well, of course, the other... Um, just to wrap this uh, news item up, um, or news section up, I should say... Uh, the other bit of news is it's um, Karen Gillan and Arthur Darville have wrapped up filming now. 
their their last hour of filming was um, was uh, Friday, sorry Saturday the uh, the twelfth. Yes, that was it. So I was going to say Friday. Now I keep thinking it was Saturday for some reason. No, it's Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. Um, yeah. Cast as a spoiler. <laughs> I don't think so. it's all over bloody Twitter. Every it's over every. It's over everywhere, isn't it? So yeah, everyone knows they're going. So it's no uh, no big secret. Um, I I think I I was heard this discussed um, on another podcast. I can't remember where, where this was now, but they were sort of basically saying that it, they they shouldn't announce that they were leaving. It, that that in itself is a a, um, a, a spoiler, a, a major spoiler released by the BBC, an official spoiler, um, and it lessens its impact. Really, I know, I know, I know. There is that to it. I mean, yeah, because you'd like to watch an episode and then suddenly, oh, they've gone. Yeah, going com- going in completely cold. Yeah, you know, and it's impossible to um, to avoid actually- this kind of a spoiler because it's an official one. Yeah. Because actually, you sort of had that a bit with the end of the um, God Complex, didn't you? When he drops them back and says, this is it, this is goodbye. Yeah. And because that was so... And you did think, oh, God, they, they, if, that is, if that was the case, and they've kept that quiet. Hmm. That would have been... And would have was really good from yeah, that point. Yeah, it would have worked, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like saying when they... Because they sent about, you know... Um, not everyone's going to get out of, out of it alive this time, and we don't know if it's just going to be—is Rory going to die properly this time, or is it Amy, or is it both of them? Who knows? You know, yeah. who knows? And I don't want to know which one it is or both. Yeah. I'll, I'll at least say that surprise. Yeah, you know, I mean, for us. yeah, there's, there's no, yeah, that to be, you know, is but, a bit. but they were saying about when you did have companions leave or or a companion was killed off, it was a big shock. I mean, the you didn't know, is, did you? That yeah, was the thing. No, didn't. But then you're 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 comparing a a pre-computer, a pre-internet, a, pu- a pre-Twitter mm. age. That's right. And had the internet and had Twitter been around for um, Adric's departure and whatever, I'm sure we'd have heard about it in advance. Well, the, th- the thing was, I don't think the BBC would have told you themselves though back then. No. They, they, I, suppose, I, mean, this, this I suppose is, this is the problem now, isn't it? it? It's, it's going to get out. The minute then that <clears> there's <throat> work going on on filming mm. and Karen Gillan's filming somewhere in America or on broad on Broadway, she'd like to be on wherever stage somewhere. Yeah, people are going to put two and two together pretty quickly that she's no longer in it. That's it. I think so that's I a problem. Suppose they the BBC do... then feel that at least it's them having control over the information rather than. Yeah, it's, it's that thing because they they film on location a hell of a lot more than they used to. Yeah. And it, when it, when they did in the old days, it was usually a quarry. Yeah. Um, somewhere, so it, it was sort of a pretty remote area, which not everyone could get to. Yeah. And if if Arvatarvu does something and then needs to do press for that. Mm. The question he'd be asked is, how are you fitting this in with filming on Doctor Who? So then do you want him to be lying? Well, yeah. In I interviews. Mean, well, I, th- I, don't, I don't think a little bit of um, subterfuge would um, would be amiss, really. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think the problem is then, yeah, you would you'd get, oh no, you'd get people angry that he said he was still in it. Well, you've got this whole thing now about the BBC's not allowed to... 
lie about it or mislead the public, which I think is absolute yes. cobblers. It really is. Um, if it's for a genuine surprise for the audience and not spoiling something for the audience, I think lie away. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, to a certain extent, Stephen Moffat does that on on various outlets. Himself. He does. Yeah. Um, and I was RTD did as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that. Um, so that's one thing, but it's, I, I suppose it's a bit difficult if, if if the if the actor himself isn't happy to lie, or actress or whatever, hmm. and, you know that they're still on a program that they're no longer on. Well, I mean, they're not, they're how, when, do you, how do you ask them to? Because they're not under contract to do it. Yeah, well, I think they probably well they obviously ask not to say anything, and they haven't yeah. said you know. Um, yeah, I, I'm, how, I'm sure, how, I'm sure. in what manner they're, they're leaving? Between saying I'm not allowed to speak about that, or that'd be a surprise. And there's a difference if someone asks them a direct question after they've left the program. Are you still filming? Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I know where you're coming from. I do know exactly where you're coming from. It's just, um, it's just the fact there's no real surprises left anymore, which is kind of, especially yeah. a big, a major plot point like that has been ruined. Yeah, you're never going to get a surprise regeneration. No, never, not anymore, because they they've got to announce. Well, they I mean they did that anyway, didn't they? When um I think when Tom Baker regenerated to Peter Dozen, you you knew in advance that he was going to regenerate yeah. at the end of that season. Um yeah. and it was the same with every doctor after. I'm not I can't remember with I was far too young to remember, um, between Pertwee and uh, Tom Baker. Or even Trout to John to John Pertwee. I've got no Whether it was highlighted or not. Yeah, I don't know. It probably was reported. Yeah. But it's not. It's, yeah, it wasn't the, you know, the frenzy that it <laughs> that, that surrounds yeah, no, Doctor it, Who it, now. It, you know, it must have been though, because yeah, there must have been because there were um, press things, wasn't there, about Tom Baker and how he was, how he'd come from, because he wasn't actually acting at the time, was he? No, that's right. And how he, how he was, the next Doctor was going to be that. Yeah. So before a... he'd even actually set foot onto a set. There, he was in the press. There was the press about him being the next Doctor. Yeah, so it must be announced in. It's got to be some shape there. or form, isn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah. but yeah, and I, and uh, like I say, and that's pre the internet. Well, and well I, I was going to say back back so. back then, it, those sort of things. It was probably just a footnote in the paper somewhere, but now yeah. it's sort of it's almost front page news. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Really, it's just it's a TV program. Yeah, and it's almost front page news. It, it's you know, and and as soon, and as soon as the act, the actor's taken on the role, when are you leaving? <laughs> it did straight away. A this bit is rich. Mad. Two people that are doing a podcast every week. Right, three people. Sometimes. sometimes three people. Sometimes, sometimes. Okay, right. Well, I think white. Right, even we've—I um, think we've discussed that one to death and off yeah. went off off topic as usual. <laughs> okay, so um, for another week, then that was the news. Okay, dear listener, um, it's time to crack on with our uh, season four retrospective, and this week, as we said at the top of the show, it's the Sontaran Stratagem. Uh, Paul, I'll let, I'll let you kick off. What did What did you think? Um, After all this time, I should add, it's not the first yes. time we've seen it. Obviously, so um, I'll start by saying I think this was a better effort than the writers' previous. 
Yes. Um, which obviously we haven't got round to reviewing no. for this podcast yet. Um, I would agree. So, I would agree. So let's start with the positive. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I, 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 I didn't mind it, to be honest, again. It's another little... It's good to have the Centaurans back, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, well, actually, as we're, as we're saying, it's good to have the Sontarans back. Um, and neither of us actually ever, ever spoken about the Sontarans in this sort of... Any great detail before, have we? In public. In public, yes. <laughs> and in hushed tones. It's the love that cannot be <laughs> now, now, what do you... I was going to say, what do you think of the redesign? Not, not redesign, the updated design is probably a more, a more apt description. Um... Yeah, I think it works. I mean, to, to be honest, it's just, it's better than. Well, I was going to say better. It's closer than they did with the Silurians, anyway. Yes, yes, it is. Um, and yeah, I mean, I quite like it. I quite like the fact that. See, I'm I'm not overly struck on the. I don't mind the sort of the redesign itself looks fantastic. It, it's just the color. I don't like that that stark blue color. Right. I don't know, and there's something about the fact when that when the when you see the, the when the Sontaran turns in that new outfit, which is obviously made of some sort of, sort of form of rubber, um, it looks like they're wearing a nappy. <laughs> it, it just looks like oh Christ, he, he's he's just done a load there, and he's changing. So when they look like well, when they look well, like overgrown clones, babies, they, they anyway, very young, overgrown you babies. That's all they. <laughs> But it's yeah, a, I mean, they, I mean, they could be, they could be, they could be a couple of days old if they're clones. It's but not... we just thought it's been a baby dandoodoo. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. It looks like they just messed themselves. <laughs> maybe that's why. I... Maybe that's the real reason they can't turn. It's nothing to do with the probic vent. <laughs> They've messed themselves. That's why they don't want to turn around to see the load hanging in the, <laughs> in the seat of their trousers. They're always angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And do you know what? I would be an all, actually. I really would be. Now I'm just not. I'm just not overly. I mean, the makeup obviously has improved. Yeah. Um, and I think if you look back over the the um, the original uh, series with the Sontarans, the makeup got progressively worse. Yeah. Because um, the time you got to the two doctors, it was as if they weren't even trying anymore. I mean, it could well be that they're trying to film in a hot country as well. Though. Well, it, it, it wasn't <laughs> only that. It was it, just the fact you had a rather tall Sontaran. Yes. When they were supposed to be short and squat um, yeah. for, you know, ultra or stronger because of the density of them and, and the gravity yeah. or whatever planet. So, um, yeah, it, it was just, they were, as I said, time they got to the two dots, they weren't even trying. So at least they got the height thing back to normal again. Yes. Um, but anyway, so back to the actual story itself. Um, obviously, it starts off with Martha ringing the doctor. Um, actually, before that, you've got uh, Donna flying the TARDIS. Yes. Um, which is obviously meant to be a bit of a, a foreshadowing of the Doctor Donna. Yeah, but to, to be honest, it's quite a logical thing. I mean, if you, if you was the companion on the TARDIS, you'd want to have a go, wouldn't you? You you would. I certainly would. Oh, well, we I have. Mean, <laughs> yes. We have. Yes. The, the fact being, yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> there's bits of it that are still broken. Um, there's, you know, so, so actually the logic is that 
why haven't they ever shown any of the other companions being shown how to do stuff? Yeah. Because obviously uh, you, you get it again at the end of the series. Yes. They're all, all finally having a go. But, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. You, If you were spent the amount of time there, you would say at least, like, yeah, okay, let's have a go. What's, at least what does this do? And Yeah, it's, it's like if you know someone who's got like a Ferrari, you'd have to yeah. can I have a go. You you, you yeah. have to ask, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. But, so um, I, know, I know now in hindsight we look at that and think, um, obviously that's leading. Yeah, obviously now. Leads. Yeah. But I don't think at the time I was particularly would have been particularly surprised that she was. The, the only the only thing is if it, if it is other than the fact that it's probably about is one of the first times that you actually see someone getting a. Well, actually, certainly actually, noose th- it, actually th- thinking back to it, if you look back at um, certainly at, at Davison's time in the TARDIS, it seems to be everybody was having a go. Adric yeah. was flying it. Uh, Nissa was Turlo. Yeah. They, they all knew what to do on the console, didn't they? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So maybe yeah. it's not not such a new thing after all. But no, no. I was, I was yeah. thinking new series. I don't. Think oh, definitely new series. Yeah, yeah. But Rose um, or Martha never even touched it, did they? I don't nah. think. Not in terms of that sort of. No, nah, actually that. flying. Yeah, flying the the TARDIS itself. Um, yeah. But obviously, as we now know, it's foreshadowing the Doctor Donna. But at the time, it was shown it. it doesn't really make any sense that the Doctor was surprised that Donna could fly the TARDIS. Because at that point, she's not the Doctor, though. She's his plain old Donna. Yeah, I know. I, I presumed in that episode, in that bit, that she's, she's just being literally told to turn, now turn that. Yeah. We, and she, and she we've just, cut to it just past the point where he says, okay, if you do this, this and this, and she's doing it, you know? Yeah. As opposed to she knows what to do. But it's just that weird thing. She said, I can't believe I'm doing this. He said, well, well, neither can I. And he's got a bit of a puzzled look on his face. Yeah. Um, but, oh, there you go. <laughs> whether, it, that was more, whether that was meant to be more, I can't believe I'm letting you. <laughs> yes, you could be right there. You could be right. But I think, again, it was another one of those Russell T. Davis sort of sowing the seeds yeah. of, of another one of his uh, plot yeah, once arcs, he's had an it? idea. Yeah. Once he knows there's an idea coming, you do... S- Realise that he's been dropped. He starts. He starts dropping clues earlier on, which you, obviously, in retrospect, you yeah, you spot. That's it. Now, obviously, that that's then followed up with Martha contacting uh, the Doctor on on, on these uh, mobile phone. Yes. but it's it leads into one of the worst lines I think that's ever been uttered in Doctor Who. And it's just that, Doctor, it's Martha, and I'm bringing you back to Earth. And then it cuts to the credits. I really hate that line. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's awful. It's just really cheesy. There's a... Yeah, and just in the fact that a presumption that he'd come running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. that's right. Um, but, okay. Now, not a lot of people liked Martha as a companion. Now, I must admit, I didn't mind seeing her come back. To be honest, yeah. Well, I mean, what did you think at the time when this? Because it was quite soon, wasn't it, when Martha was back in it? Because we're only at what, what episode four of, yes. the, of the season after she left. I mean, the the, the thing they got is, of course, they haven't got any. They, if you want to bring Unit back, you haven't got anybody recognisable now to bring in. No, you haven't. No, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So. Her being with Unit is obviously then gives you an an in back with Unit, mm. um, yeah, it does, which yeah. actually works quite well, I think. 
yeah, I think it does. Um, <laughs> with when I was um, actually, I tweeted on sort of Friday night that um, I was watching this. It's not. I mean, obviously the 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 the, uh, the Sontaran stratagem and the Poison Sky aren't well regarded for some reason. Um, I don't think they're the Sontaran stratagem is that bad. No, I mean the, the fact is, I think the Sontarans are a very good yeah uh, adversary, and it was nice to see them back. It really was. Yes, um, but I think it's just not a well regarded episode. I, we'll, we'll come on to that like when we discuss the story a bit more, but. Um, yeah, so when Martha came back in as well, I thought, oh, Christ, Martha, and, and, and everything. But when I tweeted, I was I was watching it, I had um, a, thing, a, a tweet back from Chris at Radio Free Sky, and, and Warren joined in as well, because Warren has got a thing for Freema Agumon. So he said, you know, Martha... And why not? Yeah, and why not, indeed. I can't blame him, because I tweeted back, because he said, oh, Martha covered in purple goo, what's not to like? You know, so... <laughs> so I've got no complaints from me. Absolutely none. I don't think she's that bad although, companion. Although the stuff really in the tank was green, so I don't know where the purple, purple bit come from. <laughs> what part of an imagination works? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, whatever. It's obviously a fantasy. <laughs> yes. Obviously a fantasy. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but anyway, we're getting way ahead of ourselves with uh, yeah. Martha covered in goo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that sounds really, really wrong. It wasn't a Bukaki party, was it? Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Right, okay, back to the plot. Um, yes, obviously they sort of land back and Martha takes them to the Atmos factory. Now, um, obviously we missed the bit in the beginning with the Atmos thing driving the reporter um, into, yeah. the, into, the, into the river, which was, uh, which was okay, fair enough. It's like we obviously take from that as alien technology. Um, but that sort of leads you into, and I'm sort of skipping around a little bit here, but it takes you into the, um, the Rattigan Academy, Yes. Now, what what do you think of Luke Rattigan as a character? Yes. Because I, I've, it's, I've it's, actually... This is the bit that I, I'm... Yeah. yeah. Now, I've... <laughs> I've wrote down... I'm quickly writing some notes as I was watching it, and I just put down an annoying little twant played by an annoying little twant. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And... Well, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't necessarily know, know whether the, the actor is annoying little twice. I just, I just don't like the way he acted. I just don't, I just don't. But yeah, it was, it was pretty over the top, wasn't yeah. it? I mean... Yeah, it was. Um, and there's a bit in the next episode which really hits it home for me with this character and the actor as well. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we're not going to yeah. discuss that yet. Um, yeah, I just couldn't. Believe him as as a character. No, for somebody who is that supposed to be super intelligent. Okay, yes, he's spoiled. Um, yeah, whatever. But he was just too. Well, I don't know what the word is here. I'm looking for. <laughs> um, too. Yeah, it was too spoilt brat, wasn't it? It's yeah. far too much. O- overly, brat. overly so. Yeah. Overly um, so. Is that that thing when the doctor said he's? You know, it's, it's been a long time since anyone said no to you. Yeah. Um, but there was no, there was no, I can't remember, not to my knowledge, there was no background as to, well, how, why was he so rich? Why was he so clever? How did he set this academy um, up? Was there, there any, was, was, there was, was there there anything was a, about that? I was interested yeah. in this little detail. He, he wrote a search engine or something that revolutionised computing or whatever. Mm. He wrote some computer program that revolutionised computing 
So I presume he made millions and millions from that, was the argument. Mm. When he was now, supposed now, to be 12 or something like that. Yeah. Now, was there anything um, about why the Sontarans chose him? No. There's, it actually doesn't go into the story as to, as to how they met or whatever at all, does it? No. It's just he's working for them, stroke with them. Yeah. And I that's think so, it, yeah. Really. That's, that's, that's the opening bit, isn't it? That he's already had, the obviously, the the conversation about them taking him to a new planet. Yeah. I mean, there's no, no suggestion as to why he particularly wants to go to a new planet either, is there? Well, I think so because he knows that the Sontarans are going to um, basically ruin planet Earth uh, for, for their... Uh, for their own nefarious purposes, which aren't revealed until the next episode, so also we can't shouldn't, but, shouldn't, shouldn't but talk if, about that yet. But, but if he's that interest, if he's that intelligent, then why hasn't he asked the question? Well, if they know there's another planet that can be used to relocate them, why aren't they just going going there themselves yeah. and turning well, I'm, that I'm, into I'm, their breeding? I'm planet. assuming he's waiting for the Sontarans to to transport them to this new planet, but um, yeah. Yeah, but as you say, if he's that bloody intelligent, you, you would have he's, thought... He's well, very gullible for very Oh, Christ, yeah. Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. But there's... um, And also, you'd think if he was that intelligent, if you suddenly met somebody that understood everything that you was talking about... Yeah. You'd probably, I'd have thought, be a lot more... Your conversation would be a hell of a lot more in-depth than the conversation they had. You would have thought so, because that was the one thing that I noticed a comparison... Um, between this episode and uh, Daleks in Manhattan, there's a scene where General Stahl and Rattigan they're viewing the Earth from the Santara mothership, and this conversation about you know how he, you know he he was he was too small for planet Earth and and things yeah. like that, and you know sort of trying to get the uh, General Stahl's admiration sort of thing. That was more or less exactly the same scene as oh Christ, I said it, the Daleks in Manhattan, with uh, between uh, one of the Daleks and the I can't remember the character's name now, unfortunately, the one who was turned into a human Dalek. Yeah. When they're standing on top of the Empire State Building and he's, and he's surveying New York, you know, one day this will be mine. It was more or less exactly the same scene. Yeah. It wasn't, it, yeah. It wasn't until I watched it again the other night that I thought, sort of, "Oh, hang on a minute, that's um, that's almost like it's almost identical." Well, that comes back to being written by the same person, the same person, indeed. Yeah. Um, so hitting hitting the same notes again. Um, now, obviously, I was thinking we just mentioned General Style. That I think Chris Ryan was inspired casting. Yes. For this, and so was Dan Starkey. Yeah, actually. Um, so I, I think that they were absolutely spot on. The Sontarans, yeah, and the and the comments about going into battle bare skinned and yeah, whatever you know, you sort of really did get a feeling for what the Sontarans were, probably more than some of the other the classic series. I think yeah, and especially especially yeah, especially with their later appearances, definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I thought that I thought that was that was really really well done, and they sort of picked up on the on the actual nature of the. Of the Sontaran's mindset, yeah. Um, apart from the one thing that, that doesn't really fit, and which is that something the Doctor also comments on himself is 
what the Sontarans are, are doing, why they're just lurking around. It does. It's not in keeping with the Sontarans, as you said, their military minds. No. Yeah, they'd just gone in there. Yeah, and obviously blown. we don't, we don't, we don't if they, know. If they didn't do need we? the humans, they'd have just blown the place to bits and yeah. then laid the gas themselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they've had sport, as they'd have said. Exactly. Um, which, again, is not until the next episode. But I, that's a problem. With, it's, a, it's a two-parter, and you, you can't help but sort of get ahead yeah. of yourself, can you? Yeah. You really can't. But um, now the um... I mean, yeah, because uh, because actually, if they did that, then they, they didn't need the Rattigan character at all. Not really, no, no. Because all he was there for was to have put the <clears throat> converter stuff into cars. Yeah, actually, the whole—I mean, okay, I, I know that the um, the whole thing about going to a, a, a new planet to, to begin again was the the carrot they were dangling in front of Rattigan to. Get him to sort of get Atmos promoted and, and installed in yeah. all the cars, um, but again, it, it, they didn't. As you said, they didn't really need him to do that, did they? No. And once it was done, they didn't need him then. Yeah, they, this whole thing about going to another planet was okay. It was never going to happen anyway. But they could have had any, no. any any other thing to. It just seemed a bit over elaborate. Yeah. If you see what yeah, I mean, you thought they'd have offered him something. You know, something else, or even not, not even necessary to have told him what the what they was planning to do with the Atmos system. Mm, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit. And the, the old days of promising him that he'd have the world after they left. Yeah. Which always seemed to be good enough for villains. In the it did in those days, didn't it? Yes. Didn't need to offer them a new world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ideas about their bloody station. Yes. Um. Now, obviously, we got we we as we are flitting around all over the place with this episode. We've got um, obviously units back, yes, in this one, uh, and we've got a new uh, sort of head of unit, Colonel Mace, yeah, who actually didn't mind as a character. No, I actually, I've got to be honest. yeah, he started off quite wet, but actually, in this in this episode, he's quite wet. Yeah. Um, now. One thing I don't understand. Actually, before I get onto that, they they do sort of deal with the unit the unit dating controversy. Yes, quite well. Seventies or eighties or eighties. You can't quite remember. Which I, yes, I thought that was quite a nice little a nice little nod there. Um, but one I thing totally I, ignored the sixties though. Oh, completely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the one thing I can't quite get my head round, even watching it now, is why the Doctor is so anti-unit all of a sudden. It gives Colonel Mace one hell of a hard time about them carrying guns and and all that sort of thing. And I yeah. thought, and I just thought, well, this where's this come from? Is it because I'm trying to I'm trying to think whether he, he didn't trust Colonel Mace because Colonel Mace was an unknown quantity to the Doctor at that time, but he just seemed to have it in for unit. Yeah, and that didn't sit well. To to be fair. Yeah, because at this point, Unit haven't really done anything in the new series, have they? No. Um, and you even get Donna. Because it was, it was Torchwood that destroys the the ship in the Christmas, Christmas invasion. invasion. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, so you I'd... can't even blame Unit for that. No, that's it. I <laughs> know, oh, it, it just... I just thought, why this anti, anti-Unit feeling all of a sudden? It's gone very... I mean, it went very anti-guns, wasn't it? it was yeah. The, which I suppose is then building up... In hindsight, is building up to the uh, the final episodes, isn't it? 
Because there's a line in that in the final episodes that comes back on this, doesn't it? Mm, it does, yeah, yeah. And um, they're not wanting but people it, with guns around him. Yeah, and all but, that. It, but but it just wasn't just the anti-gun thing. He just seemed to be a whole anti-unit, and he he didn't yeah. seem to want to give Colonel Mace a chance. Um, yeah, Martha, that's what Martha. Um, Donna had it in for unit straight away by sort of you marching sort of people out of gunpoint sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, which, which I can sort of understand from a point of view of a civilian, especially seeing she's just come from the Planet of the Ood yeah. situation where yeah. people were being marched about at gunpoint and whipped. So yeah. I suppose she's just now seeing that as, oh, and now I'm back on Earth and we're doing it on Earth as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I just that that whole little little thing didn't sit very well with me. Yeah. Yeah, where where he has suddenly become yeah, because he was never over. I mean, he didn't like the fact that unit would always turn to the mill. The first thought was always to attack. Mm, that's right. But he didn't. I mean, because even the brigadier was always his first action was well, can we shoot them? <laughs> well, it was, and it, I mean that that he was just fulfilling his brief. Yeah, and he didn't dislike him. Yeah, than that. So you know, you've got the. It is, yeah, yeah. It is, as you say, a totally different attitude. Yeah, um, to unit in terms and, of, and and the whole the whole thing about um, the salute and almost being embarrassed to have actually been, been part, part of. of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it just didn't really didn't sort of go well with me at all. Um, and the whole saluting thing, yeah. As well, don't salute me. Um, but then Donald's go, I'll have a salute. Yeah. Um, but they. They always get this this wrong this whole thing of saluting. Um, what they did, they said that's the the American way. Because if you don't in the British Army you, or British Armed Forces, basically, you don't salute the person, you salute the uniform. And if you're not wearing the complete uniform, then you don't salute. Yeah. Um, and you don't salute civilians. So it, that that whole thing just didn't. Um, wasn't right. And maybe Tony will um, tell you that there's certain so, ranks that so ra- salute. Probably that bloody pioneer sergeant again who can grow <laughs> beers and salute people who don't wear their full uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is the thing. You, the British Army or the, the British Army, you salute the uniform, not the person. Yeah. So if they're not wearing that, if they're not wearing their cap, for argument's sake, you don't salute them. You stand to attention, fair enough, but um, you don't salute. Um, and the other thing as well, I do wish the costume designers would um, learn how to make the actors or the extras wear the berets correctly. Because each one had just got it plonked on their head. And they might as well just be like Frank Spencer impersonators. They just they just do not teach them or show them how to wear the beret correctly. So, yeah. I have to say, yeah, that had passed me by. No, that, that's, just the, that's just a real bugbear. You don't just plonk it on your head. You know, they always sort of pull it down to one to one side all the time. Um, it's a very simple thing to address. <laughs> you know, it doesn't cost any money. <laughs> Come on, just get it right. Come on. Um, uh, you, you can tell I'm in a little bit of a nitpicky mood here, can't yes. you? Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose if we've got to the point, and it probably doesn't suggest that it's that bad an episode if we're, this, is, this is the bit where we're having to... Yeah, I know, I know. It's the thing is, it's not. It's not that bad. I don't find it that bad. No, to be honest. Um, and of course, the, the great thing about it, you get cribbins. 
Yeah. No, yeah. Once once you actually once you haven't got the Rattigan character on screen, it's actually yeah. quite I quite like it as a story. Yeah. Um yeah, and, I, I, and, and even the luring people down to the basement is very old style. Yeah, that is, yeah. Um and I, taking them over. Yeah. Now I thought that the bit where the um the half formed clone comes out of the, the, the sort of the clone tank yes. was particularly sort of nightmare fuel I would think for for certain people. Yes. That was that was that was quite effective, I thought actually. Especially when you um you saw on confidential the poor sod had to sort of hold his breath with that bloody mask on and then come up at the right moment. You know, that, didn't that was find a... anything attractive about the green goo there. No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Yeah, that that was that that didn't seem to be a very nice uh, a nice acting job to have that one. It really didn't. But um but I did like the fact that when when Stahl, General Stahl appeared yeah with the two soldiers i thought that was quite that was quite well done um and and the fact that he was short i quite like that That's yeah one yeah the well, i'm not quite sure that a, a soldier if we're talking about a soldier would actually act like that no probably not probably not cuz you get the thing where they meet um the doctor and i've forgotten the soldier's name the soldier who drives so the doctor's the ratigan academy yeah oh, whatever his name was um yeah, it, it was a bit too, bit too much with with the oh he he looks like a a potato a baked potato. It was a little bit too, it, I don't know. I just don't think that that was seemed, very informal, wasn't it? it? Yes, it didn't seem to warrant the the jokiness as such. Yeah, I don't know. It should have just been the, sort of like the old you know finding the doctors face to face with the Sontarans and then you got you get all the baked potato jokes. Yeah, I mean they they, they were very yeah, to not being particularly. Um, polite, even you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, uh... that's, that's the IT they could have changed to informal task force. Yes. <laughs> now, obviously, when they leave the academy, they uh, take over the Atmos uh, machine in the jeep. Yeah. Now, I do think that was a little bit of an easy solution. Well, yeah, that it would do the reverse to what. Yeah. Is... yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was very yeah. That just seemed to be. How do we get out of this? Oh, we can do this very quickly. Yeah, even though it's being controlled. Yeah, yeah, I just, it, it didn't make a hell of a lot of uh, sense for me. But uh, but what I did like when the sort of the, the doctor thought the damn thing was going to blow up, just that little weedy puff of smoke. Yeah, from the dashboard, I thought was quite funny. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, rather than yeah, the big scene and then being thrown. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I thought that was, whatever, yeah, yeah, that was that made made a nice change actually. Did yeah, make a nice change. Um. Perhaps, perhaps done because they realised that the actual build-up line to to it was going a bit too formula and maybe yeah yeah you, you probably whatever so, right so I decided actually that the antidote to that was to actually not have not a have big that explosion yeah that's it that's it now I think um, you know on the whole it was quite good um, now I suppose we're really we're, we're sort of nearly at the at the end of the episode now and you get the, the with Wilf. Actually, can I just I just want to say uh, before we go any further, Bernard Cribbins, he he he's just absolutely brilliant, and he just he just raises the entire episode. We're almost getting back to the love that does not speak his, his name. name. Well, I know. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just think he he just he just lights up the screen. He's just been such an underused actor on yeah. the television, and thank God that Russell T Davies had the the presence of mind to to bring him back in. Yeah. 
I mean, really, he's absolutely brilliant. And and any scene between him and Catherine Tate, yeah, um, it's just excellent, absolutely excellent. Um, obviously, then you you get Wilf trapped in the car with the Atmos, and I and I quite like actually, going back to this. Yeah. I quite like the scene where Donna says that she's got to go. Ah, yeah, yeah, and she lets him just run off with the oh. You know what we could have done and everything. Yeah. Until she gets to tell you, suddenly the penny drops that she's just actually going to see her family and then she's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was quite good actually. That was that bit was quite good. Yeah. Um. But I mean, there are times I've said this now. Yes, Wilf is trapped in the car. <laughs> yeah. Before I get so trapped again, he's still trapped. He's still trapped in the car. He's actually going to be trapped there for a week. <laughs> yeah. It's um. Okay, you got the doctor sort of doing everything with the sonic screwdriver, and he accidentally set the damn thing off um, and everything. Yeah, um, which then leads into the Sontarans going ahead of ahead of schedule and activating all the um, all the Atmos devices. Yeah. Now, at this point, you get the Sontaran um, hacker. Yeah. Now, what did you think of it at the time when you saw them doing the old Sontar ha and all that? Yeah, again, it's 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 probably the the, the, the least welcome part, isn't it, of the whole well, Taran? I just well, that was the thing. I didn't mind it at the time because I didn't think that's a new. I can sort of imagine them sort of having some sort of battle cry. Yeah. Um, but then when I watched it again the other night, I thought this looks really cheesy now. It but it actually isn't so much on the first time before they're just about to go into battle. That's fine. Yeah. Um, it's the fact that they then used it again later. Yeah, which we, which, when but, we get on to next week's next week's one. But I think the one thing that really ruined it for me, and and what I didn't notice how much it and it, it sort of not annoyed me before, is where Rattigan joins in as well. Yes. Well, I mean that just goes back to that character just isn't being an annoying little twant. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I I watched it again the other night. I just I just sort of want one of the sontages just to twat him in the face. <laughs> Get I mean, out of it. It, it, it. And if this is such a symbolised part of their um, war, um, their war procedure, cry, yeah, whatever you want to call it, battle cry, they'd, they'd probably be pretty annoyed that he's joining in. <laughs> I would have thought so. Unless they were just filled with bloodlust, they didn't notice him. Yeah, but mm. yeah, I would have noticed him and then kicked him yes. out an airlock. So <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. There's there's um there's not much. Uh, because at that point they could have easily killed him. They didn't need him anymore. <laughs> they didn't on, at that point, did they? No. So I, I, I think they could have. They'd quite rightly just turned around and said, "No, fine. You've now gone too far. You're now annoying us." Yes. <laughs> oh, I hate the bloody character. I really do. Um, yeah. So that that sort of brings us neatly onto the, that's the end of the episode, really, isn't it? That is the that's what yes. happens. That happens, happens at the end of the first part. Um, I suppose really we can't. Discusses any further because it everything now leads into the it should be discussed is for the, the the second and final part, yeah, which yeah. isn't until next week. Actually, if we're now talking about, yeah, yeah, actually we can talk about that in the in next week. So I'll, I'll make a note and I'll mention no. that. Next oh, week. cool. About, I, I don't about, even know. I don't about, know. What you're going to uh, trying go. to get Wolf out of the car. Ah, okay, okay. That yeah, because that's the uh, we we get the resolution to that in the next episode, don't we? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, right. 
Well, I think we, I think we, let's end that there. Let's end that there. I think we, I think we can say we sort of liked it. Yes. It was just, it's just, it was yeah, just. A, I, 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 felt, I think we, I think, yeah, I think we, we decided we, we liked Santarans. Yes. Um, and had it just been Santarans, we'd have liked this a lot more. Yes, I think so. I think so. Um, I think it's just probably just the whole story, the whole thing about the the Atmos machines and Rattigan probably wasn't really needed. When you find out what what the Atmos things, machines are for next week, yeah, um, you you probably sort of think, well, they could have found another way to have done that. Really, they, they could have just actually bombed the Earth with the with with. The gas devices. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, right. So let's uh, let's end that there. So we shall um, return next week with um, part two of this story, which is the poison sky. So we'll see if we um, if we're still in the same frame of mind. Yes. Yes. Okie dokie. Right. So for another week, then um, it is goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Podcast, a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show, please drop us an email at feedback at who's-he.co.uk and please also visit our website, which is at www.who's-he.co.uk and you can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast.